Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us too on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We're on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And if you want to stay connected with the show at all times, you can do that over on the Good Things Facebook group. We have a lot of fun there. If you're on the Book of Faces, just search Good Things with Rebecca Turner pops up. Bam. Rhino and I will let you in, which today we're pondering the question so many people are already thinking or what not really thinking, I guess, really talking about. But when it gets this cold outside, what is it that you like to do? Is it something that you like to cook? Is there something you like to snuggle up and read or watch? Or do you just completely go into hibernation? 601-879-4395. And Rhino, if it wasn't a Christmas song, I would demand maybe it's cold outside (laughs) as one of the songs that you played for us um, today because it is. It's just cold for the and most we, of us. We're just getting a taste of it, considering where we're, where we will be this time next week. Where we will be this time next week is lends to, I guess, scientific evidence. Not really. I say that with such tongue in cheek, but evidence that when we were talking about old wives' tales here on Good Things. Last week or here recently, I can't remember my dates. It's on the Good Things Facebook group. One of them was, and I think Jeff um, in Pontotoc, our friend Jeff, mentioned that if it thundered in January, that seven days from then-ish, you would get snow. And we had said, well, we'll have to look out for that because at that time we were coming up on potential weather day for yesterday, which would have been uh, Monday. And if you do the math and you look at the forecast, at least for us here in central Mississippi, and I feel like southwest Mississippi as well got some rain. The Mississippi Gulf Coast saw some um, some unfortunate weather over the last 24, 48 hours in terms of rain thunderstorms. So that will hold, tr- hold true-ish. It will be seven days. So if it's, the weatherman is to be believed. Then we may get to prove Granny right in terms of the old wives tale will be if nothing more than it nobody can deny it didn't thunder yesterday or last night ish i mean you may not have had thunder where you're at but there's a lot of us who cannot deny that there was thunder heard in january and we can all count to seven i hope if not just put up one hand and then two on the other one and that's how many days out until they're projecting that it's going to be colder, if not snow. Even if we don't see snow, it's still 
like so snow making weather or snow well, whatever. Last I checked, there's a fifty fifty shot of the white stuff on Monday for central Mississippi. That that percentage changes when you get to different portions or different parts of the Magnolia State, but it's looking like it's got a chance at least in uh, central Mississippi. So I Googled, that's where I get all of my dedicated research here. The Google so, box. The Google box. So take it for a grain of salt. But usually when you ask straightforward questions, you get fairly good information back. I wanted to know what was the coldest day on record in Mississippi ever. Like what's the coldest we've ever gotten here in the Magnolia State? And it was in January, per Google. It was January 30th, 1966. It was recorded temperature of negative 19 degrees in Corinth. So for you all in Corinth, if it didn't get, if it doesn't get past negative 19, suck it up, buttercup. You've been through this. <laughs> You've survived worse. That is not what you want to hear me say. And please keep your negative temperatures to and thoughts to yourself up there in North Mississippi. We don't need none of that nonsense further uh, south as you go but that is the record and then mississippi highest record temperature if you want to go like the other direction was july 29th of 1930 and in holly springs it hit 115 degrees uh fahrenheit which and that's not the feel like i think that was the actual temperature but so if you are you there's a chance that you were with us in 1966 on January the 30th. Do you remember the negative 19 degrees? You would have been probably a young lad or lady-ish if you were, well, I don't know. It all depends. It all depends. I was trying to think my dad would have definitely been around. So he's a 43, so he would have been 23, but he was in central Mississippi in 63. So... If you're, you know, you could, it could happen. I'd love to know if you were around that day, 601-879-4395. You feel like there had to be some ice or something else that came along with the negative 19 degrees. But contrast to what many of you are probably wearing today, like um, if you're bundled up, the wind right now is what's making it so miserable. Yeah, I mean, the actual temperature for a big portion of the Magnolia State is in the 40s, but it's not... That's not unusual for this time of year, but when you add on top of that 20-mile-an-hour wind sustained, that makes the wind chill right around or just below freezing. And that's that's when the body starts to go, this is no longer fun. Well, it's no longer fun either when you have to walk with, like, gusto into the wind to, like, propel yourself to where you need to go. Like, when you have to brace to then make traction, to you know, that's when it starts to become kind of unfun on all levels, regardless of, I guess, the temperature outside. But I think it's like 40-ish um, something degrees right now here in central Mississippi. It's what my car told me when I got in the car a while ago. And I sent my picture of me bundled up. I had, like, a long jacket, little scarf, and I had to walk kind of a distance to my car from the last place I was at. And I sent it to my friend who's in Colorado who's just gotten – she's in Durango – Several inches of snow, snow. She's out there shoveling snow in her driveway in a sweatshirt and light sweatpants on because, well, one, she's being physically active, but two, their 20 degree weather doesn't feel like our 40 degree weather. Oh, yeah. It's all here. about acclimation. Like, there's a, I don't think it's from this year. I think it's actually from last year, but there's a video of one of the researchers and, and, and in Antarctica where the temperatures get to record lows. And the wind chill is just ridiculous. And it's it's them talking about, 
oh, well, on a nice sunny day at the South Pole, you can go outside and get some rays. And it's the researcher wearing his swim trunks, and he's got a beach towel and a tube of sunscreen. And he walks outside in that crazy cold temperature wearing just his swim trunks with a beach towel, takes the sunscreen, squeezes it into his hand, and it freezes into a solid chunk in his hand. But the fact that he could just do do that, that, even for a short video, it's because he's acclimated to negative temperatures. So I mentioned the same time period, and we were talking about snowfall here on Good Things, the record. I'd have to go back and find those records. But and, I, and if I, I'll do that in the break, just sort of see. But they mentioned that the same time period of the most snowfall is the same time period we're talking about now being the coldest on record. So, neg- I would assume you are you are right for some snow at negative nineteen degrees uh, there in Corinth in nineteen sixty six. So, I hope we don't see that again ever. I just want to take your word for it that that is cold, um, and hope you have the right underwear because. You're going to need a little bit more layering for that to get out. But that's one thing, too, folks who um, maybe you've migrated to Mississippi from colder places to call this your second home or, you know, your transplant or or you've traveled. It's just we're not prepared for it. Like, right. it's a whole nother. Like when we spend you, the vast majority of the time trying to figure out how to cool ourselves down in Mississippi. And unless you just choose, like, skiing as a sport for your family that you en- enjoy doing, one, it's And many don't because to invest in – now, once you've invested in that sport or that activity, you have it as long as you don't outgrow it. But the investment for the gear – I mean, even take the skis and things away from it – is an investment because you're only going to use it maybe once or twice a year here in Mississippi if we well, get just lucky. look at the readily available winter clothing in Mississippi. Sure, you've got some stores that are going to be boutiques and they're going to have – frou-frou, wool, whatever, jackets and stuff. But really, you have two branches of clothing that you can buy at almost anywhere in Mississippi that sells clothing that could function as winter wear. And it's either construction wear, like Mm -hmm. insulated overalls or coveralls, or it's hunting gear, where it's insulated so you can stay outside and hunt and it's weatherproofed. Or they got heaters but, for your deer. But shame. you don't have swanky, puffy jackets on the rack at the at the clothing store like you do in places where it stays cold half the year. But what I love is when it does get this cold, or if it does snow, how Mississippians figure out how to keep them toes warm. They will layer you and everything in your closet and send your tail right out the front or back door to <laughs> to enjoy. What we call snow here, which we haven't, it's all, it's in the forecast. We haven't seen it. It hasn't been, um, and, you know, deemed gonna happen yet. But in, at and Baldwin, Mike and Corinth said it's 41 degrees where he's at. Let's see who's got the chilliest. 601-879-4395. More chili talk coming up next here on Good Things. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
back to good things. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And Supertalk Mississippi news team is covering your Mississippi stories, so stay up to date. You can do that with their free weekly newsletter over at supertalk.fm slash newsletter. And the holidays are behind us, and we got some cold weather around us throughout the south, which has impacted the current blood supply for our state. So there's less than one day supply left on our shelves. That's pretty scary. So Mississippi Blood Services is in desperate need for the following types. O negative, O positive, B negative, B positive, A negative. If you are A positive or AB positive, please come in to donate platelets along with blood if you can. So call Mississippi Blood Services at 601-368-2673 or go to msblood.com to find a blood drive near you. Giving blood definitely saves a life. And yes, someone asked, are you going to have to wear britches next week? Is that what we're saying? Yes, you are. It's time to cover the knees. The knees and the ankles need to be sheltered if the weather holds true here in Mississippi for what they're projecting for next week. So go ahead, dust them off, get them out of your closet and give them a whirl for at least a couple of days. What is your, I know you wear britches, uh, but you also like to wear shorts, Rhino, up until ridiculous times. And there's a lot listening. You'll cover your, you may cover your arms, wear a light jacket, but your knees and ankles won't get sheltered until what is the like line in the sand. Uh, there's got to be a three or a four at the beginning of the temperature for me to really seriously consider putting on pants as a necessity. Like if you if it was just up to you to be able to wear whatever it is that you wanted to wear, you're wearing you're wearing shorts. Which until. part of that is just being rebellious? Because I, I, growing up, I was I was raised to take into account what ifs. So it was always, well, what if you break down somewhere? You're going to need mm-hmm. to be wearing pants. And I'm just like, it hasn't happened to me yet, so I'm not going to worry about it now. I get that. Just when people start talking about you need to, you need to, you need to, there's just this little bit of it I'm not going to. One of my favorite stories, and some of you parents, the school's gotten back into session, and yes, it is chilly this morning, and it's going to be cold, and you're going to have that age-old argument with your tween or teen of, you got to take a jacket. Like, you can wear a t-shirt if you want to, and freeze if that's what you want, but they're going to come after me your caregiver, your guardian for not sending you out with a jacket and it's 30 degrees outside. <laughs> and Nebug, and my oldest, is the worst about this, which is so funny because now it shifts from I don't want to wear a jacket, I don't need a jacket, to I'm going to have on a sweatshirt and it's 1,000 degrees outside, so I don't get it. Their brains are weird. But one time she's like, it's not cold, Mom. I don't want to wear one. It's not cold. So I did what every parent would do. I put her outside on the back porch and locked the door. And so- <laughs> And let her sit and simmer in it for just a little while and then open the door and was like, are you cold? And I swear on the Bible, she's like, cold outside, fine. And I was like, shoot, just go, freeze. I don't care. Hypothermia on your way to school. Get out the door. So, I mean, you know, it to each his own in that way. But you can't put a jacket on if you don't have it. And it's always been what my daddy said. It was like. You know, take it if you need it in that way. But I'm the opposite. I'm the first, like, it gets it gets below 70. I want a light jacket. <laughs> Maybe not indoors, but, like, outside or I just, you know, I would rather be a smidge warmer 
than cold. I'm the exact opposite. I would I would much rather try to warm up from being cold than to try to cool off from getting too hot. I get that. And Robin Amory wants to know what's the difference between britches and pants? Nothing. Uh, technically, the length. Oh, really? Well, how yeah, long I mean, are pants? Pants go down to the ankles. Britches stop below the knee. Because britches technically are supposed to be worn with boots. Oh. Learn something new. I always thought britches and pants could be used interchangeably. They're pretty much interchangeable. But, like, technicality, uh, britches are just below the knee and you wear tall boots with them. Huh. See, my granny called those knee knockers or pedal pushers. But that's for Pentecostal ladies who want to wear shorts that don't look like shorts. Right. They're trying to, I'm not, you know. When I think of britches, I think of... Like riding horses, the the outfit they wear, where they have the pants on to their knees and then the boat, the boots from the knees down. When I think of britches, I think your knees and ankles are covered. When I think of pants, I think your knees and ankles <laughs> are covered. When I think of shorts, I think your butt should be covered, and it should you should yeah. And there's somebody out there probably screaming at the radio that britches means underwear too. So. Huh. But then again, if we were in England, pants would mean underwear. Oh, I'd get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I would get in trouble. I was watching something British the other day. I can't remember now, so I shouldn't bring it up. But they they called something we call it was just an odd. And I was like, I would not last. Like we would not make it. I think it's wardrobe. Maybe I was watching like a home, like an international home buying thing, and it's like, where's the wardrobe? And I was like. You bring it with you when you move in. Like, what do you mean, where is it? You bring your wardrobe. You put it in a closet. It's because they live in houses that were built before closets were put into the walls. I get it that it was a piece of furniture, but, you know, it, they can still consider it their – they still call their closet even like a walk-in wardrobe. So that they have – because that was always, I guess, in their lexicon, it moved it into just the fact the closet's that area. So it just – Mind-boggling. Dan in Hattiesburg said, it's a balmy 50 degrees in Columbia today. But what's the wind chill? What is the wind chill? When the high starts with a three, the pants come out, Dan in Hattiesburg said. And Rob thinks breeches means jeans, pants, or slacks. Okay, I can, I will, I will compromise with you, Rob and Amory. I will give you that. Breeches and jeans are kind of together. Breeches does sound less formal. Less formal. Then, like, slacks definitely feels like someone's getting married, someone died, or I'm trying to get hired somewhere. Like, those are, like, the three where you would wear slacks. Although, when I think of the word slacks, I think of khakis. I don't think of blue or brown or bl- I think of khaki So, what's pants. the word for church pants? Dress pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. See, sometimes you categorize, like, those are your church pants. you got to put your church pants on. Wear your church dress. What are we wearing today? Church clothes. Like, that's the standard, like, what you would wear, you know, which now I know that that can mean a bunch, a bunch of like different Like the thin things. socks you wear with dress shoes. I call those dress socks. They probably have a, a proper name, but dress shoes, dress socks, dress pants. Now I'm ready to go. I get dress shoes. I don't have another word for socks other than dress socks. That would be, but... I get that. I totally get that. Let's see. 39 degrees in Boonville. That's the coldest we've got right now. So if you can beat 39 degrees where you're at, 
you are inching your way into a little bit uh, a chillier weather. Andy and Jackson said he was around in 1966. They were probably keeping warm standing around on a floor furnace. Y'all know what that is? Absolutely. I promised the kid in the picture wouldn't be standing on it if it was running. He sent a picture of the floor <laughs> Not furnace. with bare feet, no. Not in bare feet, no. You, you, it, it doesn't, like... Everyone who lived in a house that had a floor furnace or had a granny or grandparents that lived in a house that had a floor furnace has a singular floor furnace story to share because it's one of those things that until you've ran across it with bare feet, you don't understand the warnings in which the grownups are providing you. And it had to be done at least once. And it's one of those, oh, I'm so sorry, honey. I tried to warn you, you should have walked, and you have to skirt around it, or you jump over it, or whatever. That's um, where the squeak, the squeak start in the floor is the beginning and the end of the furnace, because you're trying to step over it or jump over it, and those spots get weakest in the floor. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, you do it, if you do it more than once, then I can't help you. But I feel like most folks... Who grew up around it enough, you at least have a story. And then if you're an older sibling, same thing. You tried to warn, and then it happens. And you're like, we tried to warn you, brother, sister. Like, that ain't nothing to play with. Keep your house nice and toasty, but it will burn your feet. Andy and Jackson up. on the ceasefire text line, waffle feet. Waffle feet. Oh, my gosh. Yes. 39 in Cleveland and the wind chill, wind chill is reading at 28. And Bill in Oxford, it's 30s out of 37 and windy. The low tonight, it feels like 29. Uh, let's see, we got 38 in Rome. So some of y'all are getting a little, little chilly out there. And we've got a late addition to the pants conversation with a vocabulary word nobody's brought up yet. Trousers. Trousers. Where do they fit in the lexicon? Trousers and slacks. Kind of. Except, I feel like maybe our trousers, trousers are and pleated. Dress pants could be interchangeable for the me. ones pleated. Trousers are pleated in my in my lexicon. That's like a whole. Like I just see them. Like they're the pleated little whatever. I feel like. So they got to be pressed. And unflattering on just about everybody. Just going on and telling you that. Stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Good old way and who shall wear the robe and crown. Good Lord, show me the way. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things. Don't forget you can find us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And if you're looking for a new podcast to start the new year, you can check our newest podcast, True American Heroes. This podcast is about the stories of American true heroes in their own words. So each episode of the podcast revolves around the direct testimony of a Mississippi veteran about their service to America. What a good thing. True American Heroes is available on the Super Talk Mississippi app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast. 
podcast. You guys are sharing what the temperature is in your area, along with a wind or chill factor if you've got that. We've got 48 in Brookhaven, 37 degrees in Hernando, 42 in Belzoni with a wind chill of 33. So thank you guys for chiming in. The other fun conversation that just spun up today was around bridges, pants, slacks, trousers, you name it. And so I thought, you know what, we're going to figure out the difference between all of these names. So if you look for similar words, you've got trousers, slacks, trues, strides, dax, ramies, and then it does go into underpants, briefs, boxer shorts, which you mentioned that some places use the word britches interchangeably with and pants. pants with also underwear. So I don't think um, which knickers. <laughs> That's what I think of. Knickers, you, you I do think of underwear. They well, yeah, that's that. You usually think of that as as something under like a, a big hoop dress. But when I think of those, I think of the pants that they they expand out at the hips and then come back down to normal size pants at the knees. So you mm-hmm. just have these wings on your legs. So long johns is in there as well, which many of us will be pulling out if the weather gets to where it's supposed to be over the next couple of days. But from what some of you say. It would have to get to that negative 19 record of 1966 there in Corinth for you guys to even think about putting on Lone John since it has to have a three or a two in front of it before you'll even cover your knees or your ankles. But if we want to know the difference between trousers and pants, I was correct. Trousers have pleats. And what was the C word that, that they chinos. chinos are flat front. Well, I would just call pants. pants. <laughs> or I guess slacks could be another, but slacks to me. I could probably have count on movement. one hand the amount of times I've said chinos in my life, and I've said it now three times today. <laughs> but they are there. There is an option when you go to the store. There is a there is a chino and there is a trouser. So, but to me, where at the store? <laughs> is it like a sign above the pants <laughs> section? It's like a J. C. Nobody ever noticed because you're just looking in its pants. J. C. Penners, J. C. Penners, J. C. Penney's, Dillard's, all the places your mama went to shop for you that she never drug you to, and she came back and said, "Here are your church pants. Here are your your whatever britches, and then you know there's there's the other." options for you or if you had like a play at school that required you to have something with not stains on it your mom went the chino route versus the trouser route i don't think she put big boy in pleats i'm just gonna go on with the go on and guess that for for you um to me slacks though you have like if there's slack in it like you have like it's the movement pants the pants the pants she would wear the dress socks with those are the usually the ones that get pulled out for weddings funerals and business sort of a tower so there is a difference between so slacks versus suit pants there's a new element into into it so slacks are designed to be worn without a specific jacket correct in business casual situations and look look good with blazers but suit pants should be worn with the jacket but if you take the jacket off i feel like they could also be slacks Nobody's going to know that there's a jacket with it. It's not like the pants scream out, where's my friend? You should have this on. you got to be in a crowd with more disposable income than I'm used to for them to care. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be able to say that, Andy. Another word for man's pants are... Gabardines? Gabardines. Now you're getting too fancy. Well, Bo brought up another word, dungarees. 
dungarees. What is the? That, that's kind of like where I was saying slacks to me sounds like khakis, and then trousers or or chinos. There's the sixth time I've said it now in my life. Are the are anything that's not khaki? Dungarees to me are denim pants that aren't blue jeans. That's the way I think of it. So, like, if you have Carhartt denim, that's dungaree. Although I think dungaree actually might be a brand. But you got blue jeans, and then you got everything else that are made of denim. Right now in your closet, Rado, how many different styles of britches do you own? I got blue jeans, overalls count, dress pants, slacks, suit pants. Okay. And shorts. Of that. Do you have, what do you have the most of? Uh, slacks, khakis. Oh, because you wear those to work. Yeah. And of that, how many, how many pairs of khakis do you have? Four. So, and then probably everything else is like. One or two. One or two at most. And how long have you had those? Uh, the newest pair of khakis I got last summer, but yeah, the most, especially But that's for work. Suit pants and stuff, like those are years. And in fact, I don't think I even have my suit that my parents bought me. I think the suits I have are the ones that my little brother gave to me when they no longer fit him. So I have his suits that just fit me. My daddy bought me a suit when I graduated from USM to go on my first slight job interview. I wore that suit to every formal job interview for babies came and then I couldn't button it no more. So, yeah. And that was the only, like I would say, suit that they all matched that I, you know, that I, I have ever per- bought together. I've had jackets and obviously dressed my old things, but that's the only like suit I have ever. And this is the last one I ever want to own. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I have to wear a girl for a girl, like for a girl, for whatever, for a lady that I have to like a suit is sort of required. That's like, you just want to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Just like many dudes, it's like you want to make them uncomfortable, make them get into something that doesn't feel like, you know, fit or feel right. And then um, make me wear pantyhose and I will be like a cat who has to have a bath. I will not. (laughs) I will not be happy about the situation. Steve says in the South, everything is britches. See, Steve, I endorse that statement. I just think it's just britches. Just put your britches on. Keep your britches clean. Keep your britches up. Keep holes out of your britches. Whatever else you could think that your mom probably said. Uh, From the haberdashery. I'm glad you knew that. We call them a pant, as in which pant would you like? Glenn played or Glenn plaid, like gingham, et cetera. So you don't say pants. You say pant, like just a pair of pant. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't that doesn't feel right. Feel there feels like there's well because you say a pair of pants right right but it's not two things it's i have a feeling all of this goes back to a time when you had your clothes custom made or you made them yourself because it feels like pants being known as a pair would come from covering both of your legs Someone asked, Stan in Hattiesburg wants to know if we mentioned pantaloons. <laughs> what is a pantaloon? Uh, now we're getting complicated. The first thing that comes to mind is gaucho pants, but I think that may be a totally different thing. It's the the baggy pants that women wear. 
Are those gaucho pants? <laughs> Where they're really baggy, like they they're yes, super flared. Yes, and then you have yes. Now, if you want to get into women's style of jeans, we could be here all day. Flare jeans, boy, cut straight, bootleg, petite, ankle, long, short, narrow. So I think all the slim. Zipper fly, button fly, <laughs> boot cut. That's about all you need to know for jeans. I do prefer a zipper. All those buttons just take too much, entirely too much time all the day. It's pants and pants leg. But still someone said they call it like pant. I just. Well, that's in the haberdashery world. What world is that? That's the fine clothing. Oh, that's why I don't Bespoke know clothing. That is. Tailored to you. I will say if you can get your slacks tailored, even if they're not bespoke where you're, you get them made for you. But if you got an odd shape and you do have that one good suit, spend the extra 60 bucks and take it to someone who can nip and tuck and whatever it so it's your right. You'll just and then skip the pie because then if you eat too much pie, you you'll have to go get it loosened. You'll have to go get it loosened up. So, a, oh, pant- so the pantaloon, as someone sent a photo, is what you were talking about, Rhino, that goes under the, the lady's skirt. The hoop skirt. Bridges. All of this got started because I said you need to wear britches next week. Go on and dust off the britches. It's going to be britches weather, wearing weather come next week here in Mississippi. So stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things. Don't forget you can find us streaming live over at supertalk.fm. If you've got that app, you can stream us live there. And you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And I missed it, but someone mentioned they are listening on the app, Rhino. And I think they're listening from Wisconsin, no, Missouri. And it is, they were sharing the weather there. And so I lost it. But I wanted to say thank you for tuning in to good things um, so far away and through and through the app. We appreciate you listening. You've probably been caught off guard by the talk about all the pants today. And it seems it's continuing because there's so many different it was styles. Dre from Greenville. Dre from Greenville. It's 32 and snowing like a blizzard, but not sticking. But not sticking. And in it's Missouri. Waynesville, Missouri. In Waynesville, Missouri. We appreciate you tuning in to good things and taking us wherever you go. Someone said, I haven't heard any 
any say anything about bell bottoms. So bell bottoms would fall into the jeans category or still in the moment of time would be britches. But if you want to go that route, like that opens up a whole can of worms from ginkgos, you kids of the 80s and 90s, you know exactly. Stovepipes. You know exactly what. Jinkos. Jinkos. Sorry. Yeah, I only got to have one pair of those and mom was like absolutely not we love jesus in this house not jinkos yes ma'am and or you had the- you didn't have any chain wallets <laughs> oh. like the alien symbol <laughs> or the weird mushrooms i got i got my dot martins and my one pair of jinkos and that was it <laughs> um that was and i i had a plaid shirt and then they called it quits did like, you have the hemp necklace I think everybody had that. So you would sh- you would shift from the hemp necklace, then you had the white. Like I've never been on puka sn- shells. Never been on snor- snor- snurfboard. Surfboard in my entire life. But never been on a snurfboard either. <laughs> never been on a snurfboard. But I had the yes, all the wonderful things that the '90s gave us. But what about like cargo pants? Like that would go in like a, a actual category of britches. Like some of you right now. Either have the like could unzip and go into short mode if you needed to immediately, or if it gets too cold, you can attach the appropriate. Only I read one pair of pants like that, and they were awesome. But aren't those car like aren't those in the cargo section? I mean, they don't have to have cargo pockets. My pair did have cargo pockets, but yeah. What are the other? So then, what are the? Um, what were the pants of the eighties? And they did parachute pants. Parachute pants. Too legit to quit. <laughs> Which are like baggy sweatpants, but not made of sweatpant material. And did people really wear those in public as a? Oh yeah. As sort of a thing. What do you think led to the windbreaker? So that was because pre- the windbreaker was like parachute pant material. But Which we all need today. I need you to bust out your best '80s windbreaker. It's a perfect time to test that out today. Test the Which I looked out. it up, and I've, this is not the end all be all explanation for why it is plural pants a pair of pants but it does harken back to a history time a time in history where you would buy coverings for your legs and they attached at the waist so you were literally buying a pair of pants and they were held together at the waist by a belt didn't western what was that what what is it for the chaps right very similar to that chaps is what is definitely um coming to mind there someone mentioned bugle boys wasn't that a brand that may have been a, a brand of feels like a brand of cargo pants potentially yeah bugle boys were the the baggier blue jeans okay all like a, a looser fitting lighter denim blue jean with the elastic waist some of you are still rocking those there's no shame in your pants game as long as you have it. One mom shared on the Good Things Facebook group how she shut down all of the pants arguments for school. She put a thermometer in the kitchen. If it was above 50, you got to choose. Britches or shorts. If it was 50 or below, you had to cover up your knees and ankles. You were wearing some kind of britches out the door. And that was the deciding factor. And I think that's a decent one. Andy and Jackson on the ceasefire text line, wearing parachute pants in the mall in the 80s was a requirement. Absolutely. Dan in Hattiesburg said, uh, let's not forget, uh, we were mentioning the the parachute, um, the different sort of parachute pants. Let's not forget mom jeans before they actually became known as mom jeans in the 80s. That was a complete style that's sadly 
making the high waist. The high waist is making a comeback. It wasn't flattering then. It isn't flattering now. So I apologize for all of you who appreciate that style. It makes gives me interjection just thinking about it. <laughs> it cuts you off where your stomach's supposed to do its most work after a meal. Maybe that was the key to the eighties. Less heart disease, diabetes, mom jeans. Lee's, Levi's, you beat me to it. Uh, I'm listening on the app. About a minute and a half delay, Dan and Hasbert says. That's cool. I appreciate you all chiming in. We say it all the time. You guys really do make good things great and a lot of fun. So if you want to continue the conversation, we're still talking about what we like to do when it's cold outside over on the Good Things Facebook group because we got plenty of time to do it. you got the boys coming up next with Sports Talk from 3 to 6, but Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.